millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. I don't know how you want to start this. Me neither. This isn't my idea. It was your idea. No, it was the You com- had this idea forever. It was the comment section of TikTok that got, finally got it through your little brain. Yeah, but you've been wanting to do this for a very, very long time. Yeah, because I think it's funny when I get to argue with you. Uh-huh. Yeah. Do you mean just be married to me? Yeah. That's kind of what we do if already. If there was a way to monetize the sheer stress I have to go through as your wife. Uh-huh. I'm on board. This is this is enough. <laughs> yeah. That's where you would you're cool with it. Yeah. Okay. Well, uh, everyone who is listening out there, welcome to Pearl Mania 500. I guess whoop, that's whoop. we're going with the name, right? Yeah, I think we got to keep it all together. Yeah, I think with everything we have, my TikTok, the Instagram, Facebook, Facebook. I always forget. <laughs> and there's a, I've never been on it. You should forget it. Have <laughs> you check it? I look at it. But Facebook is like going but to visit a cemetery. It's like, that's nice. I, I know, but like, because you created everything for me through the meta account, right? Yeah. So everything's meta. So I only ever look at Instagram. Yeah, the Facebook is sad, but that's Does it ever have any comments? Facebook is sad, no. Okay, good. No. Uh, I know my dad looks at it. Well, because of, yep, yeah. that's the age demographic. I know, it's <laughs> my dad. I think it's my dad, because he'll reach out to me, so I'd be like, the video you posted on Facebook's pretty funny. And I'm like, Facebook? <laughs> welcome yeah uh, but so yeah we're Pearl Mania 500 on everything including Teespring yeah. which is where you came up with a name for it <laughs> yeah and uh, ladies and gentlemen welcome to, to everybody out yeah. there not just ladies and gentlemen they's and them's too yeah everybody uh, thank you guys so much uh, so many people in the comments have said for a very long time that they like listening to our conversations uh, and they wanted longer versions of them and us talking about different things that we're interested in yeah and I mean Welcome, I guess. Yeah. Lock in for the ride. I am Alex Perlman. I'm a failed stand-up comedian. <laughs> and I'm here with Mrs. Perlmania, who is a retired drinker. <laughs> wow. You yeah. Put me on blast like that. What? You're retired. I didn't retire. There's no retirement package. Well, you... I was asked to leave uh-huh. the zoo. <laughs> I'm not allowed back. Yeah. <laughs> Ever since the penguin incident of 2016. 
You need to actually make to clear that up of why. No, I'm not gonna. Okay. <laughs> you better start a Patreon or some shit for me to tell that story. Yeah. Um, we will be starting up Patreon and all those other fun things in the future like every other person who is trying to. Oh, I can't wait to sell a Brooklyn and babe. Yeah. Oh, hello fresh. Here I come. Yeah. We're going to be trying for all those different things on here. Uh, so guys, stick, stay tuned. I just want free sheets and food. <laughs> it's a recession. Yeah. <laughs> I just want to pay for a new room. <laughs> yeah, that'd be nice. Uh, but anyway, the point of this podcast is uh, Mrs. Pearlmania and myself will be sharing things that we have uh, been kind of falling into holes when both of us have a tendency to do, a, the, I like to call it the Wikipedia hole, Yeah. where you go to look up one thing and then you start clicking and following through and you're like, who's that person? Yeah. What's that thing? Oh. What's this thing about? Um, Mrs. Pearlmania loves to, uh, just blindside me with things. <laughs> yeah. Uh, we had, we had a couple TikToks that went viral about it. And I blindsided her with Sonic the Hedgehog and Preg lore. Oh God, yeah. And, uh, she came back with a one-two punch known as Brittany Dawn. Yeah, oh babe, we could have a, a whole podcast about that. We could, and I feel like there's other podcasts that are already covered. Oh, that. they really do. You know what though? I listened to one of them after our TikTok, because everybody was in the comment section saying, Linking. you should listen to this podcast. Yeah. And I'm like, okay. So I did, because I have a commute to work sometimes. And you know what they, it's like they're afraid to get in trouble. So like they don't go into like... The real nitty gritty of some of the weird stuff she's done. Yeah. But you know what? Right now she's currently, like very currently, holding um, a big like gathering of women for like a spiritual retreat. Time out. You, by, by she, <laughs> you mean Brittany Dawn. Brittany Dawn. Brittany Dawn, who we covered before <laughs> In our on our TikTok, which is the reason you found us anyway. Yeah. So if you're a listener, I know that's, that's why Listen, you know who yeah, we are. Yeah, that's how you know we got here. Uh, but she's currently, I believe, baptizing someone in a bathtub in a big log cabin in the woods. Okay. And um, I see it on the internet. And like you were saying, I I do have a tendency to like see a story that's weird and it intrigues me. So then I like go down this weird obsessive hole for like three days where I'm like doing every research, clicking every link. I'm finding the subreddit. I'm finding the snark subreddit. I'm finding everything because I just go into these little caverns of information and then of course you know you come home from work and we sit down for dinner and i need to just tell you all of the the research i've done yeah you lore dump on me it's a total lore dump (laughs) and it's it's fine i mean we both do it to each other all the time there's been many times where you've turned to me and you said what's that weird little man on the screen and next thing you know i'm explaining to you not just warhammer 40,000 but all of the different uh, subgroups of Nazis that have been chased out of it slowly in and out of the fandom. Oh, right. I remember you told me they herded the Nazis in the video game. Yeah. 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 There's, a, there's a few different things like that that <laughs> happen. So we'll be getting into more and more things like that on future episodes. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I know that there's going to be some people listening to this and going, oh, no, they don't have the fun voice filters like they do in, oh, the, yeah. in, the, in the TikToks. The reason we started using the voice filters in the beginning anyway was solely because uh, Mrs. Pearlmania was sitting so far away from me as I was recording. When I played it back, you couldn't quite hear her. So when I put the voice filter on, it actually made her louder. Yeah. 
so now we're sitting here with a single microphone between us. There's probably a little bit of background noise and echo, but we're going to get over that. I apologize in advance. Well, Also, the voice filter is good because, you know, I'm appreciative of my anonymity in this That's situation. true, which is why I'm only referring to you as Mrs. Pearlmania. Yeah, and that's... It's and it's, gonna it's not be because I own her. No, no. No, it's not. This is nothing else I'm not. A, I'm not a trad wife. No. Uh, I do cook and clean... And I'm home a lot. Wait a minute. Am I a trad wife? You should be. Oh, you boy. You could be. Oh, I couldn't be. Because I don't... Uh, what is the thing they're always saying? Is like They're always like, never forget what they've taken from us. With like a picture of a woman in a wheat field. Yeah. <laughs> I don't want to be in a wheat field. Reject modernity. Embrace <laughs> tradition. Trad wife. Gross. Turn the heat on. I want a blanket. <laughs> I don't... I need modernity. Hey. <laughs> I just don't know what you want me to say. This is my first time uh, sitting in a podcast. You have to do this, obviously, all the time. Well, yeah. Failed comics, you have to do a podcast. Yeah, I mean, white guy, you gotta do a podcast. Mm-hmm. It's in the contract, right? It, it is in the contract. <laughs> it was like, hey, are you pretty mediocre? Yeah? You want a podcast? <laughs> well, I do have opinions that are important. <laughs> yeah, they're more important than everybody else's. So wait, I want to tell you about the thing that I've been reading up on this week because obviously I saw an article on Reddit, which is where a lot of my weird uh, deep dives into information come from. Which is annoying as fuck. I know. I don't care. No, no, no. It's annoying okay. because there was all those years where you were yelling at me, why are you on Reddit? Why are you on Reddit? Is that what I sound like? Reddit's grumps. I hate Reddit. Wow. Wow, you know Reddit's just full of nothing but incels and Nazis. And then you one day you found a RuPaul Drag Race subreddit. Yeah, that sounds right. And then you were like, hey, you know, Reddit can be pretty no, cool. No, that's not true. The only reason I ever downloaded and looked at a Reddit, the Reddit, is because of the uh, beauty apocalypse when, like, Jeffree Star and Tati and James Charles all went after each other a couple okay. years ago. And reading that whole thing, everything was on Reddit. So I had to look at Reddit so I could follow that because it was so insane and the most entertaining thing that was happening at that point. So due to drama, yeah, uh-huh. you went internet to Reddit drama. for internet drama. And then I got... And a, then you never left. I never left. You never left. No, but I did... I have a lot of them blocked at different Reddits. Well, I know, but once you realize that Reddit is what you make it, then you were yeah. like, oh, okay. Yeah, and you're like, you should block Oddly Terrifying. You yeah, should. no. Because that thing pops up once in a while and it'll ruin your whole day. Well, you also use new Reddit. I use old Reddit. So we're what... just in two different... So... So here's what, what have you been doing your research on, hon? <laughs> oh no. No, you cut me off. You can't laugh that loud as I'm doing the, that's the bumper. What have you been doing your research on there, hon? <laughs> vaccines. No, that's not true. I allow medical people to do research on vaccines. Yes. And, and real quick, before we get into anything you're about to hear on the rest of the podcast, we do want to say that everything we are saying on here is from things that we found online. Uh, we do not know if uh, any of the people we're saying. This is all opinion. This is all opinion. And None of this is financial advice. No. Uh, so <laughs> no one murder someone with a Bitcoin. <laughs> I don't know what Bitcoin is. That's Oh, we're going to have a whole episode. <laughs> oh, great. Okay, so what I wanted to tell you about today is, well, I'm afraid to touch the microphone. It's well, very close. Lean in. You just got to lean in a little Oh, but you're saying I bumped the table. Anyway, have you heard about the Rio Verde foothills in Arizona? The what? Rio Verde foothills in Arizona. No. Okay, great. That's the perfect place to be. Because <laughs> I know a lot and I'm really deeply upset. Of the Rio Verde foothills. In, in Arizona. Okay, so here's the baseline, right? Okay. In Arizona, 
um, outside of Scottsdale, which I'm assuming you know is like a pretty decent sized city. So the only thing I know about Scottsdale is that it's often referenced in uh, like in comedy sketches. Like, okay. oh, we know, why don't you go back to Scottsdale? And so like I assume that it's it's like a nowhere town. Yeah, I think so. You Based know what on I mean? what I've seen on the imagery, it doesn't I feel like it. saying Scottsdale is the same as saying, like, Wilmington, Delaware. Why don't you go back to Wilmington, Whoa, Delaware? Wow, listen. What? How dare you? What? People, you know, Wilmington. Come on. No one, no one is happy <laughs> to be in Wilmington. Oh, no. We're going to get Wilmington 8. Hey, it's a pretty decent train station when we're on our way to D.C. Yeah, no, I'll give you that. <laughs> the Joseph R. Biden train station in Wilmington, yeah. Delaware. The decent, decent. train Oh, and they have the the Blue Rocks. I love the Blue Rocks. The Wilmington Blue Rocks are fun. Because of the Cowboy Monkey Rodeo. We're not going to go into that. <laughs> anyway, so, all right, so there's this The Rio town, Verde? Rio Verde Foothills. Rio Verde you Foothills. You have to say Foothills because there's a different town also called Rio Verde. No Foothills because creativity not found in the desert. Not in Arizona. Okay, so here's what's happening there is... There is laws in place in Arizona. I, I'm already going to call you on that. There are no laws in Arizona. <laughs> there are some. Okay. There is minimal amount, and that's the problem and the solution, apparently. Okay. Okay, so by the current legislature that stands there, you have to have proof that you have 100 years worth of water to build a housing community, right? So, like, if you're a real estate developer, okay. you have to be able to prove we have a hundred years of worth of water available to these citizens, and then you can get the licenses to build your community as a developer, right? Okay. But of course, real estate developers, trash people, garbage humans, found some loopholes, right? First loophole they found is that if you make little cul-de-sacs of just five houses together, and then you kind of just like organize them a little bit apart. Like, you know, a suburb, but it has to only be five houses at a time. That's the loophole. Then you can build the houses without any proof that you have 100 years of water. Right? And this is important because it's in the desert. It's in the desert. Yeah, we're talking about, <laughs> we're not talking about tropical parts of Arizona. No, no, no. This we're talking about the fucking desert. desert. Okay. All right. So these really cool real estate developers who thought they were super smart, I guess they were, um, built all these... Like, McMansions, but, like, Arizona McMansions are very different because they look like those, like, stone houses. They don't look like the McMansions around here. Okay. Are you typing it in right now? Okay. So, foothills. I'm 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 just going to images. Yeah, I got you. So, here's the thing. They build these little houses, well, they big houses. They all run from about $500,000 to over a million dollars for a house. People go and buy them. Very wealthy people, specifically people that don't want government overreach. Yeah, and, okay? the, and these are these look like Pueblo Adobe style homes. Yeah. a lot of them. Uh, yeah. yeah, I'm looking at some images from there right now. I mean, I've been to New Mexico, as you know. Yeah, uh-huh. and we I love all New Mexico. Oh, you love New Mexico, Jesus! I God. hate Arizona. Okay, listen, there could be someone listening from Arizona, and we're we're sorry, guys. Okay. Okay, so anyway, they build these big, expensive houses, and people, specifically people, like I said, that don't want government overreach, because this place, the foothills of Rio Verde, has no HOA. 
which is apparently a big deal there. Yo, honestly, I'm already on for these people. <laughs> You're on these people's side. Just because they don't have an HOA. <laughs> yeah. Because HOA, you know what an HOA is? HOA, first step towards government. Oh, no, that is exactly the line of thinking we're talking about today. <laughs> yeah. Baby. So they said, we're getting our house in the desert. Yeah. We're outside of the city. Yeah. Well over 40 miles outside of the city of Scottsdale. Okay. Right? So we're our own people. You can't tell us what to do. And we don't have an HOA. Now, they also live in Maricopa County, which I found out uh, on their Wikipedia page is one of the largest counties in the entire country, but also is a county that has the least oversight. So there's like minimal taxes because they're purposely not doing anything. Which, which to, to, to remind our listeners, <laughs> Maricopa County, the reason why you know that county name yeah. is because in the last two elections... They were the last people to finish counting ballots. <laughs> they don't have anyone to count ballots. They have no one to count ballots. They, they don't pay anyone. Because they don't have a fucking government. Because they don't have taxes to pay a government. Yeah, and that and that's where all the lunatics are. Yeah. Who so, are constantly showing up at the Secretary of State's <laughs> and being like, you're stealing our election. They're like, you didn't vote. If I vote, you'll know my social security number. Like, that's what we're talking yeah. about. These are those people in mansions. Yes. Okay. So, what happened is, they got their water cut off. This is a story about water. Who got their water cut off? The people that live in Rio Verde. Foothills. Foothills. <laughs> Sorry. Now, the reason I have to be specific is as I was reading it, Rio Verde itself, the other town, is a 55-plus over community built on a golf course. Lush. It has one of the, the state's biggest water fountains, which, again, talking about water dynamics with a... With a, a state with no water, really running out of water, having big water fountains and lush grass golf courses. For 55 year, fifty five plus year old community. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, you know, it hurts my heart in a way. The way yeah. Vegas hurts my heart. I think this is because of Vegas. Vegas gave people an illusion that you can have water in the desert. Yeah. And shrimp in the desert. And, and that, you shouldn't. Yeah, you shouldn't. No. You can. I wouldn't recommend it. You should it. not. Uh, Can I tell you the scariest food I ever ate in my entire life? What is it? It was sushi in Albuquerque, New Mexico. Oh, God. Where was the, where's the ocean? Exactly. But here's the thing. The guy I was with, right? Yeah. He wasn't, because he's from New Mexico, so he wasn't concerned about eating sushi, right? Yeah. He was like, no, it's totally great. I eat it all the time. And I was like, fine, fuck it, whatever. You're buying dinner. So yeah. I don't care. I'll eat raw fish in the desert. We have refrigerators. <laughs> we get there, we sit down, and he looks up, and he sees that the sushi chef is a woman, and he immediately lost his mind. He's like, we're not eating sushi here. You can't have a woman sushi set. And I'm like, I didn't want to eat. No, now I'm upset. Now I'm eating the fucking sushi. For feminism. Yeah. I'm going to get fucking food poisoning. You think, you think that the sushi in the desert, the issue is that a woman prepared yeah, it? Yeah, that was his wow. whole thing. And I was just like, man. Wow. Wow. Listen. He's probably dead now. <laughs> was she upset looking? Who, the lady? The lady? No, she was young. Oh, boo. That's why I was like, like he might be right on this. <laughs> she probably isn't safe service certified. No, she hasn't had the life beat out of her. Like, she still had light behind oh, her eyes. you need to be grumpy. You need yeah. the grumpiest of chefs. Grumpy food means better food. So, here's the thing. They got a notice from Scottsdale, where they've been getting their water, okay. that they're not getting water anymore. Now, here's why this is, you know, important. Because over 500 people in this... Uh, residential areas. Some of them have their own wells. So they have their own personal wells, but over 500 people don't have their own personal wells and now don't have water. So they have a city line water that come, runs out to them? No. It's trucks. Like those oil tankers, but for water. 
So these oil tankers have been driving to Scottsdale, picking up Scottsdale's water from the city water plant, paying a certain amount of money for it, and then driving it back and putting it into their, what do you call where you store your water? Water tanks. The water tanks, sure. So now Scottsdale, the Scottsdale, the city, because again, those city residents pay city fucking taxes to pay for the goddamn water plant. They, it's their fucking water, okay? Yeah. And these people have been paying for these trucks to go and then, so they're paying like a middleman to pick up the water. Yeah. Now the city government told them 10 years ago, 10 years ago, we're not going to do this anymore. We're letting you know in advance. This is not a long-term solution. This is just to hold you over until you figure out a real plan. And all these people in their very expensive houses. And I, I put some pictures on my iPad like a boomer to show you. Yeah. Because, like, these people have pools. They have water features in their pools. Like, these people are not, you know, saving water because they're in the desert and, like, being really conservative with water. No, they're swimming in pools with fountains in the pools. And they're buying the city's water. So the city mayor told them at the end of last year, middle end of last year, January 2023, done. No more water from the city. You're on your own. And so January 1st, they cut off the water. They said, you can't buy our water anymore because Arizona, shockingly, in a drought. They're having a 20-year, like, supply problem with their water they have no water well it's a, it's a big problem for most of the west coast yeah like the, the most of the west like colorado over and they've been having massive droughts for years and years yeah. and years and part of it is because of overbuilding and pulling too much from the supply and then you add climate change on top of that yeah and so then the fact that you told me that they're getting diesel trucks <laughs> i know for the last decade uh -huh. to pick up water yeah so they're driving these big and old diesel the trucks was the other argument that the city made was that, okay, so when you're getting city water for people that don't understand city water, because I know you grew up without city water. I grew up on I grew up on a well. Okay, so a well. When these people in Scottsdale are using the water, they're showering, they're doing their dishes, they're filling their fucking pools, right? That water is going into their septic tanks. Yeah. And then disappearing into the wind. But in the city... Your water that you use is wastewater, goes in the sewer, goes back in the treatment plants, gets cleaned, purified, and reused. So every 500-some gallons of water that this town gets, the city never gets back. Yeah. Because it just goes into their friggin' septic tanks. It's, yeah, it's not. Or evaporates out of their pools. It's 120 degrees. Yeah, so, so it's not. It's being completely removed from the system. Yeah. Completely. That's incredible. Yeah. So now these people that live there, that are upset, they have 10 years notice, they bought a house knowing, they bought a house in the desert. With a 30 year mortgage. On purpose, because they didn't want to be in the city with the man telling them what to do. Dealing the, with the government. The government. Um, they are trying to sue Scottsdale now. To let them keep buying They're water. like, you gotta let us, because we're customers. But here's the deal, right? Again, this is not a legal podcast. I'm not an attorney. I just know a lot of them, right? The, the defense here, and the reason I think Scottsdale is going to be fine on this, is they never bought water from Scottsdale. They bought water from a middleman tanker company. And the tanker company had a contract with the city, and the city ended that contract with the tanker company. So they can't sue the city. They were never customers. And so they're going to lose. Yeah. Um, and then, wait, I did have to get you these quotes from the mayor the mayor of Scottsdale's name is David Ortega. I don't know anything about him uh, except for two quotes that were so funny. 
I had to save them on this iPad. So, so you said David Ortega. David or Mayor David Ortega. Now he was quoted as repeatedly saying he's a hard no himself on helping the Rio Verde residents, saying that water in quotes isn't a compassion game. And I was like, yo, that's hard, dude. Like, what the heck? That is, that is hardness. So then I went and looked for this mayor, and I was like, what else did he say? Because, you know, you're not just running the gate like this. Yeah. Turns out in that same uh, press conference or conversation he was having, it was right around December, and the journalists that were interviewing him were like, you know, the people of Rio Verde's foothills are looking for a Christmas miracle because, you know, they know the timeline's ending. And the mayor straight up said, well, they're going to find out Santa ain't real either. (laughs) (laughs) A man and a hero. I just pulled him up. David Ortega has been the mayor of Scottsdale, Arizona. Uh, He assumed office on January 12th, 2021. He is mayor until January 1st, 2025. Fuck yeah. Uh, And he is a professional architect. Yeah. So that makes a lot more sense. And it looks like both candidates were nonpartisan, so I, mean, I guess that this one of those "quote unquote" nonpartisan, but they're probably, uh, you know, something else. Yeah. You know, they're probably all secret. They're, I mean, from looking at this, I'm guessing they're all Republicans. I mean, it's Arizona. It's Arizona. <laughs> it feels, it feels very. But yeah, they do that nonpartisan thing. Yeah. But you're like, ah, but you're really, it's like really when, behind. It's like when you're. Uh, what, talking to like a libertarian, oh and yeah, you're just like, and you're like, you're just a Republican that wants to get late. Like, shut up. Yeah, that's <laughs> yeah, that's about hundred percent it. Um, so yeah, I did pull. I read so many articles and so many Wikipedia pages, and the thing is, I think that again, these people are very wealthy and well off. So I feel like they have paid some of the newspaper, local newspapers, to kind of cover this in their favor. Wait, this is the one house I wanted to show you. Oh my god. This is the people complaining that they're not allowed to have water anymore. Look at all that lush greenery. <laughs> Look at the pool with the water. And, and they've been having water the, trucked the in. The beach chairs are in the water. So you're sitting yeah, in the no, life fall. I can't listen to these people complain. No. So they're still getting water. They're just paying a premium because the trucks have to drive the other direction and even further. Oh, so they can still get water. They just have to pay more. So their water bills are going from $200 a month, fucking insane. To about $600 a month. Fuck them. Exactly. Fuck them. <laughs> no. Let's this is what, listen, you libertarian <laughs> shitheads. This is exactly what you, oh no, my so water bill went up four times? No, three times. Motherfucker, have you seen eggs? <laughs> oh, boo Why won't the government save my water? Who has money for eggs? Fuck off. So, wait, they had, um, I guess they had, it's not an HOA, so they had some type of get-together meeting, right? Wait, wait, wait real quick. Was that yeah. 200, 600? Is that real numbers? Yeah. Or those approximations. For real? Those yeah. are the numbers? Yeah. They're having water trucked to them for $200? Yeah. Fuck these people. I'm no. so mad. I thought <laughs> I thought it was going to be so much. I thought we were talking in like the thousands, and then there's no other option for water. Yeah. This whole time... Yeah. It's because they want to save 400 bucks by stealing a whole other city's water. Yeah, they want to steal people that live in the city. The people in the city who pay for that fucking water and their taxes. Mm-hmm. They moved to a place where they didn't have to pay taxes on purpose. Because they didn't want to be part of the city water system. But they want to steal the taxpayers' money? What? Fuck you. This is school vouchers all over again. <laughs> this is school vouchers. This is just school vouchers <laughs> except water. water. This is if Tank Girl, if the movie Tank Girl Yo, was about I'm, school vouchers. I'm iced tea as a kangaroo. Fuck you, you literally have, I'm iced tea. You literally 
really have Tank Girl's haircut right now, you oh, bitch. I know, it's true. I mean, she is great. She's amazing. Okay, wait. Okay. So, they got together. Again, not in HOA. But somehow they gathered together enough to do a lawsuit. But they went to the Maricopa County. And they were like, listen, they're not going to give us any water anymore. What are we going to do? And so they, people brought up different solutions, right? Canada, there's this company in Canada. It's called like EPSCO or something. I don't know. Epstein's Island? No. <laughs> and so this one company is like from Canada. They're like, we can come down. We'll drill. We'll build the whole thing. We'll, we'll create a water system. It's going to take three years, right? Before they can do it. And the people are like, I don't know. And then... Meanwhile, they've had 10 years. They've had 10 years. <laughs> yeah. They've known. And then the other idea they came up with was like a community, kind of like a co- community collective to get a drill set up and to get the water going and to everybody would pay into it. And literally almost fist fights broke out during those conversations because people were like, if we start doing this, the long hand of the government's going to step in and we're going to all end up in like under government control if we build our own water infrastructure. So they all rejected the idea of building. So not having to drink your own piss is socialism. Yep. That's literally how far (laughs) these people have gotten. Yeah. The water wars have started in Arizona. Yeah. And the first, their first reaction wasn't, hey guys, let's come together and get life-saving resources. No. Instead, absolutely not, I might get a tax. <laughs> so I will pay more yep. to have a diesel truck yeah. drive water to just my house. Yep. I love it. It's America. Now, I did, as I said, I read so many articles. And like the, a lot of them seemed really written with a bias about these poor homeowners what are ever they gonna do? And I don't feel that in my heart. Okay, I don't feel that way. Yeah. I feel like they bought this, they knew what they were doing, they had ten years of knowledge. These homes weren't even around ten years ago, really. So like they were being built and bought as this was happening. So I don't have a lot of like compassion at this point. But I did want to quickly read you um some parts of the New York Times article. Because the New York Times article Again, it must be an East Coaster thing. Yeah. Has a little bit more to say yeah. about this. It's like how dumb this whole thing yeah. is. <laughs> um, so earlier this month, the community's longtime water supplier, the neighboring city of Scottsdale, turned off the tap to Rio Verde foothills, blaming a grinding drought that is threatening the future of the West. Scottsdale said its focus on conserving water for its own residents could no longer sell water to the roughly 500 to 700 homes. And that meant the unincorporated swath of $500,000 stucco homes, mansions, and horse ranches outside Scottsdale's borders would have to fend for itself and buy water from other suppliers. Oh, no. Oh, my God. That's also something. There's this other woman who, like, made this whole article, and I think she started to go fund me because she's bit, she, it was, like, titled, You're Gonna Let My Donkeys Die? Bring <laughs> <laughs> the donkeys in Because... She's been, like, rescuing donkeys that have been abandoned or hurt in some way. And, like, apparently donkeys drink, like, 300 gallons of water a day or something. Jesus. So she's been buying all this water just to feed these donkeys and, you know, give them hydration. And now, you know, she can't really afford to take on any donkey, any more donkeys. She said people are calling her and saying, we have this donkey we need to take. And she's like, oh, I can't take it anymore because... The water's just too expensive. 
So I, you know, using the animals as a way to find sympathy. Yeah, she's trying to weaponize the fact that yeah. she set up a rescue yeah. in a fucking desert that doesn't have water. Yep. And it's like, you guys need to ship me water so I yeah. can keep these donkeys alive. And at no point is she saying, I can, we can send the donkeys to some place that has water. Nope. Like, That's not an option. You got a truck that can drive water. You got a truck that can drive donkeys, maybe to like Michigan or somewhere with water. Fuck, dude. Um, I'm just so, trying to find this place on a map, and it's it's being very difficult. Yeah. So wait, this is one of my favorite paragraphs because I feel like it really says a lot. Heavier water users like Cody Rim, who moved into a starter house in Rio Verde two years ago, are being hit even harder. He said his water bills could now exceed a thousand dollars a month, more than his mortgage payment. Fuck you, dude. Your mortgage is less than a thousand dollars. All right. First, secondly. More than his mortgage payment, Mr. Ream and his wife have four young children, which in normal times meant a lot of dishwashing, countless toilet flushes, and dozens of laundry cycles of clean, soiled cloth diapers. Babe, when I tell you I had to put down my friggin' seltzer water, <laughs> cloth diapers? You, they're in the desert. They're in the desert. And they're so fucking delusional. That they, they're using cloth diapers. You have to wash cloth diapers constantly. Like, I know that, you know, disposable diapers are really bad for the environment. And they're not, like, they don't compost and it's a whole thing. But that versus using water in a desert to wash shitty cloth diapers for four fucking kids? Are you kidding me? Like, these people have no common sense and it makes it really hard to have any compassion for them. So I just pulled up this article. It said new possible Rio Verde foothills water plan being discussed. Uh, this is from an Arizona based. Oh, ABC. I like the image of running dry. Yeah, running dry. <laughs> ABC <laughs> news out there. And uh, I'm just going to, I'm going to read you this opening quote. Go ahead. You ready? Yeah, I'm ready. <clears throat> it's like we're in Africa. <laughs> There's water. It's available. It's next door, said Rio Verde Foothills resident Christy Jackman. Oh, my God. Oh, no. She immediately, that's where she started. She went right to, it's like Africa. Oh, no, man. But here's the thing, though, is like these type of people, right? It's like Africa's delightful. There's beautiful parts. They got lots of water. <laughs> they got so much water. <laughs> so much water. You know why? Because they were like, we know where we should put our whole entire civilization? Near the water. Near the fucking water. Yeah. Jesus Christ. So anyway, I, uh, <laughs> I'm just trying to find it on a map. If I look up Rio Verde Foothills, Arizona, it doesn't. Oh, here we go. I got to go to a map of Maricopa County. Oh, wait, hold on. Here's the, here's the exact quote. Ready? Okay. When some proposed forming their own self-funded water provider, other residents revolted, saying the idea would foist an expensive, freedom-stealing new arm of government on them. The idea collapsed. Other solutions, like allowing a larger water utility to serve the area, could be years off. <laughs> freedom-stealing new arm. I'm just imagining somebody crawling throughout the desert. You know what I mean? Yeah. You know, just crawling, the, just going freedom. Yeah. It's so dry. Just, I want freedom. <laughs> just draw, like crawling through the desert, dehydrated, hallucinating, and just going, let's go, Brandon. <laughs> meanwhile, <laughs> meanwhile, Ben Shapiro drives by and goes, 
Actually, it's pretty wet around here. Oh, no! Well, that was a great story. Thanks. You did some good research there, hon. <laughs> you did good research. It's, I don't like that you call it research. No, you did your research. I didn't You know. went online and you did your research. And uh, now you know. We're not vaccinating any kids. No, no. But also now you know that that Walter, that's the first step to tyranny. <laughs> that's how they get you. The first step to tyranny, Walter, mm-hmm. for you and your people in the desert. <laughs> they're fighting freedom out there in the desert. I, I feel like they're fighting ghosts. <laughs> they're going to play hallucinations. I know. So anyway, so you did some research mm-hmm. and you gave me a really good story. Thank you. And so I have a question for you. Okay. Do you know why Barack Obama was the 44th president of the United States? He had a great marketing team. No. Okay. What is it? Oh, boy. It's Star Trek. Okay. I know some Star Trek. Okay. What do you know about Star Trek? Okay. Love Jean-Luc Picard. Okay. Okay. I watched all of Deep Space Nine with you. Yeah, and there's we, a poster there's a po- on the wall that you bought for me. Of Deep Space Nine because that's something we started watching when we were kind of early in dating. Right? Yeah. 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 So I know I know Next Gen because yep. I watched it growing up with my dad. Yep. And I watched Do Say Nine with you. Okay. That's about it. That's about it. Mm-hmm. You haven't watched any really anything else. No, I mostly just love Ferengis. Yeah, you love the Ferengis because you think the rules of acquisition make a lot of sense to me. Yeah, yeah. And you know who would not be waterless in the desert? <laughs> the fucking Ferengis. <laughs> the fucking Ferengis would have been like, oh my god, we've been getting a deal for how long? Oh my god. We should probably build our own fucking infrastructure. It will be cheaper. And then you got to build other houses and exploit them for more money. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> That's the thing is they would have built water. The Frankies would have built water infrastructure for for 700 houses. Yeah. And but, but, but the Ferengis would have built the water structure in the houses they were building and then charged a fucking premium as the water company because yeah. it's a monopoly. They would, no, but they would sell it. You know what? They would sell it as a subscription service. Oh, my God. Do you want water plus? Oh, you wanted hot water? That's going to be an extra fifteen ninety nine dollars month. Without ads. Oh, no. You have to listen to ads when you brush your yeah. teeth. Yeah. You're like in the shower after a long day. And you just get hit with the worst ads. Whopper, 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 whopper. And you're like, no! Oh my god, can you imagine? I'm just trying to take a bath! Can you imagine during like political season when people are running for it? Because those are the worst ads. Yeah. John Fetterman's gonna kill all the puppies. David Ortega said that he was gonna keep Maricopa's water to it themselves. We're here to tell you that that is socialism. <laughs> Mayor David Ortega said that Santa wasn't real (laughs) to your kids in the mall. Mayor David Ortega, he came forward and said that, that, uh, where are we talking about again? I don't know, we got really well. We got really well. The Rio Verde foothills will be as dry as Ben Shapiro's wife. (laughs) Well, I'm here to tell you, a wet wife is a medical condition. That's why you should vote for Dr. Janine Shapiro for mayor of Scottsdale, Arizona. So right. anyway, that's what happens when the Frangies. That's what happens to the Frangies in Arizona. Yeah. Um, okay. So, so how did Barack Obama? So get Barack that? Obama. Uh huh. Um, so I. Do you, what do you know about Barack Obama's backstory? Uh, okay. Besides born in America. Born in America. Yes. Hawaiian, right? He was like raised in Hawaii. Biracial. Yep. Uh, married Michelle, had two kids. Yep. Went to law school. They both did, yep. right? Yep. Uh, both really smart. Yep. Raised two nice daughters. Okay. So, 
before before Obama's name was everywhere. Okay. Right. Barack Obama uh, was, I believe, he's a state senator in Illinois. I think he was a state senator. I didn't. I should have probably looked at that. Wow, like, you did no research. I did enough. You're just gonna go get a Pfizer vaccine without even doing any research. You know what? All right. I just did it because Dolly told me. <laughs> Dolly Parton said, "Get <laughs> yeah. the shot." Dolly Parton paid for them, and I said, "I'll do whatever she's doing." Listen, I was willing to take whatever let me out of the house. <laughs> I'm sick of you. I'm sick of you. So anyway, Barack Obama. Had you know he was a I think he, I believe he was a state senator. Okay. Yeah, yeah, whatever. State senator Barack Obama, and um, he was gonna go run against this guy Jack Ryan. Okay. So Barack Obama in 2004 was the Democratic nominee for the open Senate position. Seat. Got it. Jack Ryan was the Republican nominee. All right. Okay. And now what's important about this is that. 2004 was a pivotal election year. Stop looking at my screen. I didn't look I at your screen. Jack Ryan looks like somebody I've seen before. No, that's not Jack Ryan, what you saw. Oh, okay. Okay, I'm going to get to that. Oh, right. You're looking over at my screen. Sorry, I have I'll Wikipedia open. Okay, so in 2004, okay. Barack Obama's running for, as the Democrat. Jack Ryan's running as a Republican. Okay. During the primary, one of the things that was brought up by the Republican Party to Jack Ryan, they were like, hey, man. Uh, you were married to famous actress Jerry Ryan from Seven of Nine. Oh, okay. So she played Seven of Nine on Star Trek Voyager. Yeah. Which is a show we, you and I haven't really watched together. No. Wasn't super into. But anyway. And he was like, yeah, they're like, you know, divorces can be messy. Is there anything in that divorce that could be potentially embarrassing for like both you and the, and the Republican Party? And he said, nah. But also don't worry because a lot of it's sealed. That's, you can't say that. That... The air of suspicion I just felt. Yeah. pimples. Yeah, I know. So, the reason why Jerry Ryan was was on Star Trek. Oh, uh, she's gorgeous? She's like a supermodel? Yeah, no, she's a gorgeous supermodel. But also, so Star Trek Voyager was the fourth Star Trek show in the franchise, right? So, you have original yeah. Star Trek. Yeah. And then that was that ended. Yeah. And it was like 20 years. And then they brought out Next Generation. Yep. Before Next Generation ended, they started Deep Space Nine. Yeah. Before Deep Space Nine ended... They started Star Trek Voyager. So these have all been like like paddying off each other, right? So yeah. it's just like a daisy chain of Star Treks running all the way down. Yeah. And Star Trek Voyager started because they were like, hey, we want we want to have Star Trek back in space. Because Deep Space Nine, as you know from watching with me, is a space station. They don't really go to too many places. They don't leave too much. Yeah. It's it's more about, you know, interpersonal communication. We want to send people deep into space. Yeah. So they made the show Star Trek Voyager. Yeah. And it was on um, And the lady from um the prison show was the cat. Orange is the new black. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Kate Mul- Mulgrew. Yeah, she's great. Yeah, she was red. Yeah, so and she was the first female captain. Yeah, like to be an actual captain running the whole ship and everything was a big yeah. deal. And it was on UPN. Okay. Yeah. Back when UPN was still I love a station. UPN. So anyway, it ran for three seasons, okay. and uh, it wasn't doing great. All right. And they sat back and they were looking at the whole cast and they were like, "Well, we need to bring in a new cast member." Okay. To, to, like, revive the show yeah. some. So uh, sexy. We want a sexy cast Gotta member. be sexy. And so they were sitting there, and they were looking at the cast, and they're like, all right, what we're going to do is we're going to kill off a character. We'll oh. kill off um, Ensign Harry Kim. Uh, sure. So, and he is. was just he was just a guy who was, like, a security officer on the on part of the bridge crew and stuff like that. All right, and they're great. like, we're going to kill this guy off, yeah. right? So they write up this whole thing that they're going to kill him off. All right. To, when they end the one season. Mm-hmm. And then they're going to bring in the new season and have 709 there. Yeah. Well, during that summer break, yeah. the the actor who played Harry Kim yeah. was on time, the People Magazine's 50 Sexiest People. 
Oh. He became one of them. He was sexy. He was sexy. Can't cut him off anymore. Exactly. It's too so, sexy. So instead, they pick this character, Kess. Okay. And they kill her off. Now, it oh. was always weird because she, like, I, I don't want to go too deep into Kess, but, like, her species is, like, like has, like, the life of, like, a fruit fly. Okay. So she's, like, a child in an adult body. Ooh. It's weird. I don't like that. I don't like it either. I didn't like it even as a kid when I, I saw it. I only like it when they're old in a young body, like Dax. Yeah, no, it's reverse, though. This was, like, yeah. reverse nope, Dax. Nope, you gotta keep it old I didn't like it. I, I think they die by the time they're age nine. Like, That's it's gross. Weird. Stop it. It's weird. Okay, so they kill her off. Okay, good. Okay. And then How they, did she not die of natural causes? That was the one thing everybody <laughs> says. It's like, why didn't you just say, hey, she's She's been alive seven. nine years, bye. Yeah, I know, but they, they kill she her She got off. stuck in a windowsill. Yeah, so they kill her character off, and they bring in Seven and Nine. And so they bring in Jerry Ryan, and they make all these excuses as to why she has to wear a sexy cat suit. <laughs> so <laughs> so they bring her in, and she's gorgeous. Yeah, she's She's Jerry amazing. Ryan. Yeah. Uh, she's in a fucking sexy cat suit. Yep, yep. I was like... 13. Oh, boy. Yeah. And the show's rating spiked 60%. I think a lot of things spiked. A lot of things did spike. But Jerry Ryan came into the show in 1997. Yeah. And, you know, it it really took off. And 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 that's how she became a household name. Yeah. Was through this. Jerry Ryan is 7 of 9. And it was an amazing thing. And then, in 1999, she and Jack Ryan got divorced. Now, they had a 9-year-old son. Okay. And as the divorce was going through... Um, they, they finally get it done and the, the main divorce was open. Okay. There was not sealed. All right. The child custody portion though was sealed. Oh, that, that's even weirder. Now, now here's the thing. When I was reading about it, what they said was, um, the Ryan's records might have never been sealed if not for an unbalanced Trekkie named Marlon Pagatakan. When Jack Ryan initially asked the court to seal the divorce records in 1999, the judge denied his request. But a year later, this crazed Trek, the Star Trek stalker yeah. was arrested for stalking Mrs. Ryan, who was then playing Seven of Nine on the TV show Star Trek Voyager. In hundreds of sexually explicit emails, he made graphic threats against the actress's family. That stalker was then sentenced to five years of probation in 2001. The stalking was enough to convince the judge that the Ryan's information should be sealed lest some private details fall into the hands of other deranged fans. Yeah. So they were able to seal that off, and the whole thing was they're like, hey, we don't want this unsealed. Yeah. Because we have a nine... At this point, 2004, our son's nine. Yeah. All right, and his name's also Alex. Oh. I know, sucks for him. And um, they said, listen, we don't want young Alex to know what's in here. It would be irreparably bad for his mental health. Yeah. Let's, let's just let's leave it alone. It's already really hard having a hot mom. It's really hard having a hot mom. Yeah. You... Um, it's got to be, especially one who's is that hot. <laughs> Seven of nine hot. Like, oh. I cannot stress, if you did not know about this when it was happening, that when Seven of Nine showed up, like, I watched half my grade go through puberty in a day. <laughs> because, like, Baywatch was out there, but Baywatch was overt. And so this was, like, Star Trek. So it's still, again, we're talking Star Trek. And then they were just like boobs and butts. We just here's great boobs, great butt, right here. And we're gonna sciency it a little bit too, so it's like you're in school. Um, So anyway, so Jack Ryan, like I said, 2004, he's running for the Senate against Barack Obama. Yeah. Okay. Got that. Okay. So um, you know, as they're getting towards the general that summer, they people found out. Hey, you know. 
It's really weird. He's married to this. He was married to this famous actress, and they're divorced. And almost all the pub, the records public. Yeah, almost all. So the Chicago Tribune and some others started suing the judge and like petitioning the judge back in California. Like, dude, you got listen. This is public interest. Like, the dude's gonna be a senator. Yeah, we got we know. we got to know. And it's weird. Like this it's whole weird. thing is weird. So what they finally did was they uh, and, and at this time. Uh, just you know, in, in May of two thousand four, Obama was at fifty two percent to thirty percent. So he's already in the lead. Obama's well in the lead. It's it's Illinois. It's basically just the Chicago vote versus everyone else, and yeah. it's like two, yeah, two to, to one Chicago votes yeah. to the rest of Illinois. Of so he's well in the lead. But again, I, you know, as I said, fifty two to thirty percent. There's still that's a bit of a chunk. Yeah, there's there's still you know a big chunk in there that's undecided yeah you got to get them you still got to get them yeah so finally judge the judge's name is schneider he released the files okay and unseals the files. he unsealed the files mm-hmm. which again were sealed because in family like, court which is a different distinction than regular court yes family court's different now i'm gonna read you this new york time new york post headline okay. of their reaction <laughs> Okay. The New York Post. I know. The, what a reputable uh, Yes, I, I was in the New York Post. I know you were. They called me, what did they call me? The, the disgruntled sage. The disgruntled sage of TikTok. Yeah, that's what okay. they Okay, do not look at my screen. I'm going to read it I'm to you. I'm not looking at okay. your screen. You ready for it? Yeah. <clears throat> Warped sex drive sinks Senate hopeful. <laughs> Trek gals kinky charges sink her ex's Senate run. <laughs> that's how the New York Post... Listed. So this this shit got the journalistic integrity of the New, New York, York Post. Post. Now, I mind you, this is 2004. Yeah, well, and this is what came out in court papers. <clears throat> Jerry Ryan accused Jack Ryan of taking her to a New York sex club, Ooh. and uh, she said, and I quote. The New York hotspot was a bizarre club with cages, whips, and other apparatus hanging from the ceiling. And Jack Ryan asked her to perform a sexual act on him while others watched. Okay. She said no. Yeah, okay. Now, Jack Ryan said, hey, no, this was just a romantic getaway. (laughs) Okay. Uh, This isn't isn't things. I don't think you understand Um, romance. There were long weekends, supposed romantic getaways. So they did the New York club first. And then she said he took me. Jerry Ryan said, Jack Ryan took me to two clubs in New York during the day. One club I refused to go in. It had mattresses in cubicles. The other club he insisted I go to, she continued. He wanted me to have sex with him there with another couple watching. I refused. Respondent asked me to perform a sexual activity upon him, and he specifically asked other people to watch. I was very upset. Once we left the club, Jack apologized to Jerry and told her that he'd gotten the kinky sex urge, quote-unquote, out of the system. Uh-huh. But later, he took her to a Paris bar. Oh, no. Which was also a sex club. Yeah, he keeps trying to trick her into it. Yeah, he keeps trying That's to trick her into okay. sex clubs. That's, you can't trick somebody into a sex club. You gotta be walking in there hand-in-hand, all consented. What is it? Enthusiastically consented to go into the sex club together. You can't trick somebody. Surprise. You can't. Club. Yeah, no. No, but this is 2004. We didn't have enthusiastic consent. Yes, instead, we did. No, no, no. Instead, we did. instead you get sentences <laughs> like this. Jerry Ryan, and I quote, people were having sex everywhere. This is in the Paris Club. People were having sex everywhere. I cried. I was physically ill. 
Respondent became very upset with me and said it was not a, quote, turn on for me to cry. Oh, my God. I could not get over the incident and my loss of attraction for him as a result. Yeah. So, um, she also, later in it, she, Jerry Ryan admitted that she had cheated on her husband. But it was because of all the sex club stuff. Yeah. And that she wanted to get away from him, which is then where she ended up with this other guy who within that's the stalking happened, so that's why all this stuff got sealed. Yeah. So anyway, mind you, this is 2004. Yeah. So it comes out that Jack Ryan did not cheat on his wife, but he didn't listen to her and took her to two to three sex clubs. Yeah. And was like, "Let's fuck," and she was said no. Yeah. And he was like, "Let's fuck," and she was like, "No," and then they left. Which. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but he also made her cry and then yes. guilt tripped her no, for no, crying. No, 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 but. On the scale of political sex scandals? Oh, okay, yeah, okay, okay. You see where I'm going with this? Yeah. Like, on a scale, like, honestly, for a Republican running for Senate, this might be the nicest dude possible. Listen, this and this is 2004. We haven't even gotten to the Santos yet. No, we haven't even gotten to this. <laughs> but, but I'm saying, remember, the Access Hollywood tapes didn't end Trump. Yeah, I know. This guy, this came out, and Jack Ryan straight up was like, I'm done. He just ended his campaign. Oh, my God, they just stopped back then. Yeah. Back then, they just stopped. It could get too embarrassing. Imagine if Imagine living in <laughs> They don't have any shame. None. It's impossible. Kevin McCarthy got his shit pushed in 14 times in front of the he nation just and kept just going. kept going. All right. So, so which is, but we're not done yet. I know. So because, I, know I can't imagine we're so, done. So because of this, right? Mm-hmm. Because of this exact thing, Jack Ryan drops out. Yeah. And so the Republicans look around immediately. And they're like, okay, the Democrats have Barack Obama. He's polling well. He's super cool. He's super cool. He's a gifted order. Everybody likes him. He's clean cut. Everybody who seems to meet him seems to like him. Yeah. So Obama is just like, Obama takes the high road over all this. And is like, uh, you know, on on behalf of their kids, shouldn't release it. It's, It's not a big deal. We shouldn't even be talking about it. The focus should be on politics. Meanwhile, Obama's people are like, Look at this freak. (laughs) Everyone is an Obama backer, like David Axelrod, all these other people are like, oh my God, he wanted to fuck seven and nine in a sex club. Meanwhile, every man in America is like, yeah, shameful. What a terrible man. Listen to him. He couldn't just be happy with seven and nine. Right? Like just, you have seven and nine at home. What are you doing? Yeah. You could have had her at home. Anyway. In the kitchen, in the living room, in the dining room. It wasn't me. <laughs> anyway, so the Republicans look around, and instead of picking anyone, because the Republican Committee can now pick a new person to yeah. run, instead of picking anyone in Illinois or anyone who ran in the primary, okay. they reach out beyond. Mm. And what they do is yeah. they reach out to a man named Alan Keyes. What was the now, first guy's name again? Jack Ryan. Jack right? Ryan. This is Alan Keyes. Now, they pick Alan Keyes specifically because Alan Keyes is black. Oh, right. Now, the other problem you have, though, is that Alan Keyes also lives in Maryland. What? And has run for the Senate in Maryland twice and got his shit pushed in both times. So, Alan Keyes is... is He's a black Republican in Maryland? Yes. In Baltimore, Maryland? Yes. Well, I don't know <laughs> it I doesn't matter. I don't know if it's Baltimore. Because Baltimore exists. Yeah. And that's why you can't. So he has always been, he's always been that guy. So he was a diplomat, but then he's basically like back in the Reagan era. era. Um, yeah, he served at the embassy in Zimbabwe. Uh, did some stuff with the United Nations. He ran for the Senate Senate in Maryland in 1988. Lost. Uh, he uh, ran for it in 92. Lost. 
He put himself up as a 1996 presidential Republican nominee. Lost. 2000, he put himself up again. Why? This, lost. He just keeps losing. He just loses. Well, because he's like most of these grifters. Most of these Republican oh. grifters, the money is to be made in the running. It's the movie. That, it's producers. It's right. Trump. It's it's the producers. It's Trump right now. Well, it, it's Trump he's just getting all that money to run again. But he's just well, it's, what the original idea was is yeah. he was going to run, he would lose, and then no one looks for the money because you lost. Just like in the producers, where you make a play that will bomb, and then no one looks for their investment back. Yeah. It only is a problem if it's a success. Yeah. So the Republicans looked around and they said, "There's 86 days to go before the general election." The Democrats are running a black guy. We just lost our white guy due to a sex scandal. The coolest sex scandal. And it's not cool! And, <laughs> and, not cool. So who are we going to bring in? And they said so they brought in Alan Keyes. So they tokenized yes. a guy from Maryland. Yes. Okay, got it. So they bring in Alan Keyes, and immediately the Democrats just start laughing. And Obama just starts laughing. Oh, he has such and a good laugh. Too. He has a great laugh. So then what Obama realizes is, oh my God, I don't have to focus on just Chicago anymore. So Obama actually starts leaving the Chicago area and going to the rest of Illinois and starts building up more and more uh, campaign and more and more notoriety and learning how to speak to people in the Midwest. Yeah. Which is very important. Yeah. And speak people in rural areas. Yeah. He's getting out of that Chicago bubble. Yeah. At the same time now, he doesn't need as much campaign funds. So he is able to now start contributing campaign funds from his campaign to other Democratic campaigns. So now those Democrats owe him a favor. Uh-oh, that's how it works. And then on top of that, he also starts going and speaking at these other, because he gives them money. And then, oh, I'll travel out there. And everyone starts to know him as he's the hot shot and he's definitely going to win. And it gets all the way to the point of the 2004 Democratic National Convention. Mm-hmm. Now that is where John Kerry accepted the Democratic, yeah. The, yeah, the Democratic nomination with John Edwards. Now, if any, for those of you guys who don't remember, uh, 2004 was a very pivotal election. Uh, P. Diddy said, "Vote or die." (laughs) Do you remember? Sean P. Diddy Combs telling us to vote or die. Yeah, P. Diddy came out and was like, "Vote or die!" Like that was his whole thing, (laughs) and he kept yelling. He's like, you know, young people only get extremes, only get extreme messaging. So by saying something like "vote or die," it's you know it'll scare them into being involved. And it was, you know, it was a combination of, like, the anti-Iraq war, plus, you know, a lot of people still were angry at Bush for stealing the 2000 election. There was still fallout from 9-11. Yeah. Like, all this different stuff going on at the same time. What? Just, like, fallout's a really weird way to say that. Well, yeah. Man, there literally was, though. <laughs> um, so, so all this stuff's happening. John Edwards gets up as the vice presidential nominee yeah. and gives his speech about how there are two Americas. Yeah. And what he means is, he means the city America versus rural America, poor America versus rich America, you know, all these different things about how there were two Americas. Yeah. So they need to have a keynote speaker. Now, the keynote speaker spot in the Democratic National Convention is a big deal because the keynote speaker typically is, is a future party leader. Yeah. In, I believe it was 1988, Bill Clinton gave the speech. Got and it. then he became the nominee in 92. Okay. Right? So this is, there's a, there's a, there's a, a kind of a, a torch passing with this. Yeah. Barack Obama is chosen as the keynote speaker. And the reason he's chosen is because it's a blowout election. You don't want to have the keynote speaker get up and give this amazing speech. And then lose. Because it yeah. looks like your whole party is now being rejected. Got it, got it. So they give it to Obama. Yeah. And I remember watching the... the I don't know. I, don't I know. think I saw it. Yeah. I remember when it happened, yeah. But, okay. So... 
Obama gave the keynote speech. I was I was over at a friend's house watching it with a bunch of other young friends, and we're all young, you know, Democrat voters, like excited. We're gonna excited for our future. Yeah, we're excited. <laughs> save us from endless wars <laughs> so yeah we were dumb and we were young and it was 2004 all right Got it. it was the 60s it was, it was just different bitch i hate you so much right now i'm, I'm opening up to you and our listeners in such a way <laughs> and you are i have never seen you laugh like this Remember that video of the dog that jumps into the wall? He's a blind dog. <laughs> so a blind dog whose owner moved the couch, so he jumps into a wall thinking there's a couch there. That's the equivalent of of me at 20 thinking that I would have a good future? Yeah, and then the Republican Party and the pandemic just moved the couch. <laughs> you blind All right, I'm going to wrap this story up now. Okay, okay, tell me. So, <laughs> watching the thing, right? John Edwards comes out, he gives his speech. Barack Obama comes out and gives this amazing speech. Yeah, it crushes it's it. It's crushing. But in it, he even has a line that there isn't two Americas, there's one America. It's a direct sideswipe at John Edwards. Like, oh, Obama's John already... Kerry. No, Edwards. Oh. The vice president is the one who oh, gave okay. that, that speech. And then John, then John Kerry comes out and he's like, and we're all like just watched Obama, right? Everyone in the room just watched Obama and yeah. we're like, oh, we fucked up. That should be the guy. Like everyone was just like, we fucked up. That should be the guy. Because then John Edwards came out. Yeah, John Kerry comes out and goes, John Kerry reporting for duty. Because he was an actual Vietnam vet and Bush wasn't. Yeah. And they were trying to play up. I have war experience, yeah. so I should be in charge. And it was just a failure. So, but all of that, the reason that, but that speech is what catapulted Barack above everyone else. Yeah. And with that, he was able to sideswipe John Edwards in the 2008 uh, Democratic primary. It set him up to it build his name recognition so he could take on Hillary. Because without that, he has nothing. Yeah. He had literally nothing. He was a senator for four years, three years. Yeah. Before he started running for president in 2008. And the only reason that the field was clear enough for all of this is because the TV show Star Trek Voyager's <laughs> ratings were sinking. And they needed to pop a rating. Yep. So they hired a young, sexy actress. Yep. And that that's the reason why. Barack Obama would not have been president if it wasn't for Star Trek. Nice. I like that. Yeah. Well, except for the parts where he tried to trick her into sex clubs. I didn't like that part. That's not nice. No, that's not nice. But that's, you know, that's I didn't write it. That's just how the... I'm just, uh, just letting you know I didn't assume it's not nice. Have I tried to trick you into a sex club? No, thank God. Yeah, exactly. Because I'm not going to do that. You Listen, we can't even, like, shake hands. We have to wear masks. You can't do sex clubs like that no more. Gross. No. That's how you get the vid. Well, guys, that's been our time. Yeah. Yeah, we've shared we shared a couple stories with each other. Yeah, we had you, a good time. You guys learn a lot about us. We've learned a lot about each other. <laughs> yeah, we continue to learn a lot about each other. Yeah, that you think that me being hopeful at twenty was the funniest thing. <laughs> I've literally never seen her laugh like that. <laughs> I've never made her laugh like that before. Uh, you didn't make me laugh. 
uh, just an imaginary version of you made me laugh. Also, we learned about water rights. Water rights, yeah, yeah that's true. Yeah, it's important, water rights. Yeah, but to all of our new listeners out there, thank Which you. Which is everyone. Everyone. <laughs> Uh, thank you guys so much for listening to this first episode. We will have more episodes. We have not decided on a release schedule or any of those different things. At some point soon, we will have more different ways for you to interact with us. But as always, uh, as always, it's the first episode. I don't know. I don't know. I'm used to all the other ones I've done in the past that have failed. Uh, But you can follow us on TikTok and on Instagram, Pearlmania500, and on Facebook, right? Don't follow us on Facebook. No, don't. It's a waste of time. No, honestly... Do it. No, don't. Follow us on Facebook. Don't follow us on Facebook. I want, I want I Mrs. Pearlmania. To log into it. No, I want Mrs. Pearlmania to log into Facebook. I don't that to check log it. Into it. No. It's yeah. so toxic. If, if you have a topic that you would like us to cover, either of us to research and maybe discuss something salacious, something gossipy, something probably gross, you can send it to pearlmania500 at gmail.com or you can uh, DM us on Instagram. Yeah. Uh, that's probably the two easiest way to reach us. Um, we both control all the accounts. Yeah. None of them are just me. None of them are just, just Mrs. Yeah, Pearlmania. so stop sending Alex boob pictures, weirdos. You know, I did want to talk to you about <laughs> how I'm not still listening those. Um, yeah, I guess the worst... Yeah, more dick pics, less boob pics, guys. This is a shared account. Anyway, I'd, we're going to get so inundated with dick pics because of you. I'm so mad. Good. Now men know that a woman looks at the, looks at the account. Yeah. Oh, I'm screwed. I've not even actually gotten one boob. I know. Not one boob pic. Really, now they're going to want to feel bad for you and send you boob pics. Well, they're going to feel bad for you and send you dick pics. Marriage. I love you. I love you too. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.